Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden, and this is The Leader. Are those chocolate bars looking smaller? Have you noticed crisps packets bulked out with air? Or perhaps your go-to thick socks feel a bit thinner because the material's different? Well, you are the victim of skimpflation. It's unlike regular inflation where you pay more for the same and instead you pay the same for something that's worse quality or wait longer for the same service. And as inflation roars upwards, the Institute of Customer Service says customer service complaints are at a record high and it's quality, reliability and the availability of goods and services that top the list of people's irritants. So how can we get a better deal to try and save us a few pounds and make sense of this? This corporate trickery. We're joined by Professor Heather McGregor, Executive Dean of Edinburgh Business School and formerly star of the Channel 4 show Super Scrimpers under her nom de plume, Mrs. Moneypenny. So, Heather, at the weekend, I picked up a bag of chocolates in the supermarket bulked out with air. Why? So we've got really chronic inflation. I think we've got the worst cost of living crisis in 40 years going on right now. And inflation is running at arguably about 11%. And that means that you are having to pay for the fact that you, the people who are making your revels are having to pay more for the chocolate, more for the packaging, and pretty soon more for the people who are assembling it on the assembly line. They're paying more for the marketing. They're paying more for everything, basically, that gets you that pack of revels to you. And as a result, they've got two options. They either put the price up to you of the existing packet or they make the packet smaller and charge the same. It comes to the same thing. They have to make a profit on that packet. It won't be very big, but they have to make a profit. And by the way, you bought it from a supermarket who also need to make a profit. So the manufacturer and the distributor need to make a profit. And all of them are facing increased costs. The shop you bought in will be paying more for their electricity to keep everything lit so that you can come in and see where the revels are. And that is costing so much more money that they have to charge more for the things that you are buying. How are you personally finding this epidemic of skimpflation? Well, actually, what I'm finding is my, my issue with skimpflation. It's not that things are shrinking because that's always happened, by the way. That is not a new phenomenon. I know it's a, it's a new word, but it's not a new phenomenon. People have been adjusting the size of everything you want to describe to from uh, you know fabric conditioner, as you said, right through to confectionery. That has always been happening. And I'm 60 years old. I cannot remember a time when that hasn't happened. What I have noticed, though, is that supermarkets, 
supermarkets and other shops are restricting the things that I can buy. So some of the stuff that I used to be able to buy literally is not available anymore or not available in the size that I wanted to buy it. So I can't buy a single item or a double item. I have to buy four of something, you know, in terms of a food item. And so what they're doing is by packaging it together, you think, oh, well, it's, it's costing more money, but I'm getting four. But is four actually priced in a way that makes it economic to buy four at the same time? And quite often not. What is happening is things are coming down to a smaller range that you can buy and you end up having to buy more as a result and pay more. Tell us about your previous job on Super Scrimpers. It seems incredibly relevant right now. Back in 2010, after I did a show at the Edinburgh Fringe, I was asked to work on a Channel 4 programme called Super Scrimpers, which ran for an astonishing nine series over 2011, 12 and 13. And this was a series of its time coming out of the last recession, which was explaining to people how to live frugally and, and how to save money, essentially. And it's interesting. Now we are going into the cost of living crisis. I wouldn't be surprised if Channel 4 decided to rerun it all over again. Any top tips you can share? So the programme covered everything from the sublime to the ridiculous. You know, so there was some very sensible pieces of advice that I would still give today. I mean, the number one thing is that the thief of money is time. What will happen is if you don't spend more time on saving money is that you will end up spending more money. I give you a real example of every time you renew your insurance or your mobile telephone contract, for instance, you could probably be saving money if instead of allowing the auto renewal, you went in and investigated. The problem is that a lot of people don't put that time in. You should probably spend at least an hour a week, which is, you know, there are 168 hours in the week, so that's not the end of the world. But you should spend an hour a week actually actively going through everything you're spending money on and working out how to do it more cheaply. Anything a bit more fun? Okay, so I love having a gin and tonic in the evening and I typically uh, have a slice of lemon with it and I work my way through my lemon until it's about halfway through, at which point it's quite daggy and I chuck it in the food bin. If instead you cut up the whole lemon on day one into bits, put it all in the freezer, you will use the whole lemon and you won't be buying so many lemons. Let's go to the ads. Please do stay there to hear more of Professor McGregor's top tips and why it's not the US, after all, that offers the gold standard of customer service. Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Heather, it often feels like companies are being quite cunning trying to get our hard-earned cash, but offering us less in return. How can we be on our guards? I love the concept that companies are cunning. Actually, companies are just commercial. 
they're not cunning. They're just commercial. They have to make a return. You know, companies can't operate at a loss. So they have to make a return and they either put the prices up or they make things smaller. But a lot of what happens when we buy something is do we feel that we've got value for money? So they're looking for ways to make us feel better about it. So the price stays the same, but the packet gets smaller maybe. Or as you say, do different things with the products to make them look like they go further. But these aren't cunning. These are just commercials. Uh, decisions. And I look around me and I think you've got to be aware. You've got to be really, really aware. I think what will happen at this time, for instance, is that people will stop being so loyal to brands. Um, if you go shopping in one of the discount supermarkets, for instance, into Aldi or Lidl, you can probably do 90% of your regular shop there, but you've got to be prepared to buy brands that you've never heard of or unbranded goods. Um, and you've got to be prepared to, you know, sometimes to compromise it in different ways, maybe on the size that you're having to buy of whatever it is that you're buying. You might sometimes have to buy bigger. And I think that people will do that more now. I think people will, will give the supermarkets a go, which they might not have done before. They might have been very loyal to their own brand of supermarket. And I think people will trade down the level of supermarket that they use. That's what we're going to be doing for the next two or three years, I think. Is there anything more we can do to trim off a bit from our personal finances? The difference now, by the way, compared to when I made Super Scrimpers 10 years ago, was that a lot more people pay for a lot more things on their phone. They pay monthly for, and it's only sometimes three, four, five pounds at a time. But these things really add up. And most people I know do not know what they are paying. Most people have not got an inventory of every single thing that they spend money on. If I was starting a new series of Super Scrimpers now, that's the first thing I would urge you to do. Anybody listening to this, what are you actually spending money on every month? It used to be a question of just going to your bank account and looking through your direct debits and so and so forth. But, but you've probably got the equivalent going through on your phone and then you've probably got the equivalent going through on your credit cards. So it takes a lot of time. The second thing I would say is if you've got a credit card and you use the credit on it, could you be doing that more cheaply? So could you go out and get a different credit card that charged less interest? You should definitely be going to a comparison site and seeing whether you could swap your credit card for a credit card that charged less interest. Then I would be suggesting that you sorted out your pension. Lots of people move from job to job and have got bits of pensions all over the place and don't know where they all are. You know, nowadays you can get apps and there's a government website where you could track all of these things down. All of this, as I said to you, takes time. And, you know, there's a website where people who bought premium bonds can track down premium bonds that have never been claimed. But this takes time. All of this, I would be giving an evening a week to your financial affairs and doing the going through everything in your house and thinking, do I really need to be paying a subscription for that? If you do, then phone up the company. If you threaten to leave your mobile phone provider or your satellite television provider, almost certainly they will have a department that is there to negotiate better deals for people threatening to leave. So threaten to leave. On to this report from the Institute of Customer Service. Why do you think it is we're getting such poor service here in the UK? And why can't we do it better like in the US? Well, first of all, the quality of service is usually complaining about people or about time. How long do things take to be delivered to you? You know, you order something, it doesn't come the next day or it, we're all used to this incredible swiftness and it's not happening now. Things are arriving several days late or a week late and things like that. First of all, I would observe, I've been to America twice this year already and I'm going again in August and I've also been to Dubai twice this year. The levels of service in Dubai are streets ahead of the United States of America and, you know, 
I don't think America is necessarily the place that we hold up as service. The second thing that is affecting levels of service is levels of employment. We have record employment at the moment in the UK. I don't know anybody that isn't currently looking for people to hire. Our university has currently got 200 unfilled vacancies. It is a really difficult thing to find enough people to do fulfillment, to write down to the people who are packing stuff in, you know, distribution warehouses and sending them out in fulfillment of people's online orders. So what is affecting levels of service is lack of people and the lack of people to do these jobs. And the second thing that's affecting it is the supply chain. The slowness in the supply chain that all started in COVID is still happening. You know, COVID is still with us, remember. We, people are constantly getting ill and, and, and are not coming to work. And that is not just happening in the United Kingdom, but all over the world. So things that you ordered have to be shipped halfway around the world are just not turning up on time. So there is an issue with people and it's the labor market that is affecting the supply chain it is the labor market that is affecting levels of service finally heather thanks very much for your time i wondered is it the case that when inflation's back under control prices will drop or is there more pain ahead it doesn't work like that first of all we have record inflation and when it comes down because it has to in order to uh, to deliver a sound economy it will come with pain. There is no such thing as inflation coming down without pain. So what has to happen for inflation to slow is that the prices of inputs has to fall. The price of labour has to remain low. So that means that there will be a time when we will be struggling with smaller pay rises than we might like and higher prices. So it doesn't come without pain. There will have to be some recessionary movement. I wouldn't like to predict a recession as such. A recession is too consistent consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. I would not like to be predicting that right now. But what I am predicting is recessionary pressure, which is that people are finding that the pound in their pocket doesn't go as far as it used to. And that will cause us to get inflation under control again. It's a price we have to pay to get inflation under control. And at the point where inflation gets under control, then wages start to catch up and prices don't rise as quickly. And then what happens is, it's not that prices go down, it's that prices are able to rise less quickly than the rate at which you earn money. There's more news in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Wednesday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. 
Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.